Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. This is A's All Night. Floriano has hit it out again. A's Baseball, just for you. Here is A's All Night. Welcome to A's All Night. I'm Alex Jensen. The A's dropped the first of a four-game series to the Orioles in Baltimore on Monday evening by the final of 12-4. Oakland found itself in an early hole in the first when Trey Mancini opened the, the scoring delivery. with two Mancini out. hits it to right field, hit well. Piscotty going back. He's to the track, right to the wall, turning, and it's over the wall and gone. And the Orioles take the early lead. One nothing Baltimore in the bottom of the first. The Orioles would add on in the very next inning. After back-to-back singles with one out, Cedric Mullins drove in a pair and came around to score on a throwing error by Jerickson Profond. Delivers. It's a ground ball and fair down the right field line past the diving Morales. One run is in. Martin's going to third. They're going to wave him. Here's the throw coming to the plate by Profar. Instead, he throws to third. The ball skips away with the runner sliding in. Chapman picks up the ball, throws to the plate, not in time. And everybody has scored. Mullins comes all the way around. He was the one who hit the ball down the right field line. And the Orioles get three runs on the play, and they take a 4-0 lead. Bob Melvin thinks the A's second baseman is still adjusting to his new surroundings. I mean, he's still kind of getting used to playing second base. You know, we saw that in, in spring training a little bit. So, you know, it's, it's completely different from the other side of the diamond where he played. Uh, you know, the one throw, Chappie's trying to hang in there and make the play third, gets away, and then, you know, pop up over his shoulder. But, uh, you know, it looks like he's getting more and more comfortable. In the top of the third, the A's offense would answer back. Josh Fagley hit his second home run in as many days to get the green and gold right back in. Pitch, swung on, fly ball, deep left center field. Chasing Rickard back, he'll take a look, and it is out into the seats. Josh Fegley unloads a two-run blast, and the A's cut the deficit in half. They trail 4-2. to two. In the bottom of the fourth, though, Baltimore would strike back as a Mullins triple was followed up by Jonathan Villar and the second home run of the day for the Birds. And it's hit hard towards center, chasing Canabac, still going to the track at the wall, and it is gone. Jonathan Villar tags Estrada with a drive to dead center. And the lead back up to four runs. It's 6-2 Baltimore. A starter Marco Estrada would finish the inning, but his day would come to an end after that, and the veteran righty was saddled with his first loss in the white spikes. Bob Melvin, Josh Fagley, and Estrada on the start. We just got on him early. I mean, you're a different club now. Got some speed, and they can put some pressure on you. You 
know, didn't let him settle in. There were some deep pitch at bats from, from the beginning of the game and you know, just made him work really hard, made him throw a lot of pitches and ended up throwing close to 100 pitches when he came out. You know, we'd get ahead of guys executing our pitches and then um, in two strike counts, you know, we just made some mistakes, you know, pitches up in the zone. I thought he looked pretty normal, you know, just not the result we wanted. Just wasn't making pitches, you know, they were uh, aggressive and uh, wasting the good pitches I made. The bad ones they hit, they hit them hard. Just one of those days, you know, where you struggle to find a location. I uh, didn't have a good change of going, uh, so it was a tough day. Trailing 6-2, the A's would climb back in it once again, beginning with Mark Canna leading off the bottom of the fifth. High five ball, left center, way back, headed for about the 15th row and gone. A tremendous shot by Canna that makes it a 6-3 ball game. And no doubt, swung on, gone. It was the bottom of the A's lineup doing most of the damage on Monday, collecting all three RBIs. But Josh Fagley believes Oakland's lineup is dangerous top to bottom. We believe one through nine can contribute on this club, and, uh, you know, we try to do that every night. So, you know, any given night, someone's going to put up some numbers for us, and it just happened to be the bottom of the order tonight. But I think we'll come out swinging the bats again tomorrow. The A's would then close the gap to just two runs in the sixth, thanks to some help from the Birds defense. And Profar running a breaking ball is a foul tip and Sucre receives the foul tip it's a strikeout but the throw to second gets away and so Profar has stolen second he goes to third and Simeon scores from third and the A's have made this a six to four ball game there was a lot going on in that play after the Orioles added another run on a sack fly to make it seven four the A's had their best shot in the top of the eighth loading the bases with one out but could not push across a run after Mark Canna struck out it was up to Chad Pinder who was pinch hitting for Fagan two out is swung on hit the second right to VR he fields and throws a routine play and Penders out 4-3 and Gibbons works out of it a night of frustration continues for the A's in the bottom half of the inning the Orioles would put the game away scoring five runs on three RBI singles Holes out of the stretch and it's a line drive sinking into left center can has to play it on a hop bobbles it one run is in around third is Martin a relay and a throw to the plate and the tag is too late and going to second is VR and the Orioles get a cushion and they take Taken nine to four lead. Two on and one out, and Mancini hits a ground ball to the hole and past the diving Chapman. That's a base hit to left. VR around third. He will come to the plate. He'll score. And the Orioles reach double figures. They take a 10 to 4 lead. Here's the pitch by Rodney. It's a ground ball up the middle in the center for a base hit. One run is in, two runs are in. Alberto singles. It's now 12 to 4 Orioles. The A's would go quietly in the ninth with Steven Piscotti grounding out to end the the way. And it's a ground ball comebacker. And Carnes knocks it down, throws to first in time. This game is over. The Orioles beat the A's 12-4. So the A's drop their four straight and fall to two games under 500 at 6-8. Despite the four-game skid, there's plenty of confidence in the Oakland clubhouse that they'll turn it around and get it rolling. Here's Josh Fagley, Marco Estrada, and Matt Chapman. I think it's just kind of settling into, you know, maybe the road trip atmosphere or something, you know, just getting into that rhythm. Guys can put pressure on themselves pretty early, you know, because the new season you want to get off to a good start, but I think once we kind of settle into just the everyday routine of the season and get going, I'm not worried about a thing. But it seems too good to have lost four in a row now, I think. I think we'll be just fine there. Like I said, this team's really good. We're going to score a lot of runs. We're going to pitch well. We just kind of have to put it together and hopefully it starts tomorrow. I don't think we're going to be too down about it. I think we got to just really focus on, you know, continually trying to get better because if I learned anything from last year, it's not about how you start, it's about how you finish. So we just got to keep working hard and 
there's a lot of season left, and you know, the sooner we can kind of get things going our way, the better. It's it's so early in the season, and guys haven't had too many at bats. It's hard to like not not everybody's clicking. I think our team's one of those teams where it, 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 it gets contagious, um, where you know we start stringing good at bats together, start stringing wins together, and then, then we get hot. So I know what we're capable of, and it's just the way it goes sometimes. The Green and Gold will look to get off the Schneid on Tuesday evening in Game Two of this four-game series in Baltimore. Chris Townsend will have your pregame coverage at 3.05 Pacific Time, followed by first pitch at 4.05 along the Oakland A's radio network. Thanks for listening. I'm Alex Jensen, and this is A's All Night. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.